will congratulations. Today we are going to write Shakespearean sonnets as cold emails. But actually, barring the ridiculous accent, folks, unfortunately, school has taught you to write garbage, long, five-paragraph essays, and this is the problem with most cold emails, is they're long expose feature dumps that care about you, but they don't care about the prospect, and so they are sent immediately to the trash because not only have you created a bunch of work by writing a really long email, all of that email contains things about you and not about them. And so instead, we're gonna walk through the three by three formula to write short, concise, compelling emails. Number one, we're gonna walk through the things that are common mistakes in most cold emails. Number two, we'll walk through the framework of three by three. And then lastly, number three, we're gonna go through an example live as if I was prospecting at 30 MPC to a VP of marketing. And a three, a two, a one, a three by three, a two, a one, a three by three, two, one, three times three by three. Let's do it. So there are two deadly sins that I very commonly see with cold emails. The first deadly sin is that they are way too long. The moment that I see more than five lines in any given paragraph, I am ready to throw that email in the trash unless it's an important internal email that I have to read. The second deadly sin that I commonly see is these emails start with them, not with me. And usually if I read the first two lines of an email and I can see things like, oh, we're the top solution in here or we can save you time and money. It doesn't matter if you have the best pitch in the world beneath the fold because you started with you, your company, your pitch, and you're a cold emailer, you're trying to sell me something and immediately I'm out of there. So the three by three email is designed to front load what a prospect cares about most, which is them and their problems. And then, and only then when you've articulated that you can see into their world, can you explain your position within the world? So step number one in a three by three email is to identify what you know about them and the problem that they might have because of that. Number two is then you go and you explain how you solve that problem in one sentence max. And then number three, we will end with what's called a low friction call to action. And it's three by three because no email should be longer than three bodies of text. These should be short, punchy emails that go from problem to value to ask and are tailored at the top based on what you know about them to get them reading a little bit more. All right, so let's break this one down piece by piece in an example. All right, so let's pretend that I'm sending myself an email and I'm the chief marketing officer at some sort of company and I'm trying to sell them a sponsorship from 30 Minutes to President's Club. So as a reminder, the first paragraph should be leading with what you know about me. And you'll notice that the first line says, when you wrestled Nick at USC, you probably took him down daily. And that's 100% true. But imagine for every takedown, if he took you down 10 times, there's no way that could possibly be true. And so I must continue reading. But in all seriousness, what has happened at this point is this person has caught my attention with this opening hook. I'm like, okay, they've clearly done their research and it's creating a problem that I have related to wrestling. That's honestly sort of funny. So if nothing else, I'll throw them a bone and I'll continue to read. The next statement is that's what spending on AdWords is like. Spend $1,000 on 10 clicks for one maybe qualified lead. This is an extremely dangerously specific problem. 
problem. And so now I'm like, okay, they've taken this thing that they know about me that's wrestling. And they've said, imagine if Nick took you down 10 times for every one time you took him down. And now that's related to a problem that I would have in B2B marketing. And so I'm now listening and I'm like, okay, this is sort of funny. Tell me how you solve this problem because I hate this thing. From there it goes, at 30 MPC, we get you in front of every sales team in the world so that you don't have to spend $1,000 to have nicktheman27 at gmail.com as an MQL. So again, what I'm doing is I'm taking the tailoring that I had and I'm attaching it to the problem. And then all I need to do is make a funny joke around we make that problem disappear by doing one thing, getting you in front of every single sales team in the world. What you'll notice is there are not a million feature dumps in this email. There are a million different ways and hows that we can do that. But those things don't matter. What matters is the problem. And that brings us to the final CTA, which is a low friction CTA. And the low friction CTA is not, would you like to take a meeting? It's, are you open to learning more? So lastly, let's break down a couple of common do's and don'ts as it pertains to the different pieces of the three by three email. Number one is if we start with that tailoring to problem section, the most common thing that I see people run into is they use irrelevant tailoring and they use an unspecific problem. So an example of irrelevant tailoring in this example would have been like, hey Armand, you wrestled Nick at USC. Do you want to buy more leads? Completely unrelated. You need to attach the tailoring to the problem. And that's why I had that crazy analogy around, hey, you take down Nick 10 times. That's sort of like buying AdWords. And so you have to relate the two. The second common problem that I mentioned is very frequently people are under specific about the problem in an email. You want to be what we call dangerously specific around the problem. An example that I always like to use is imagine you're licking a dum dum lollipop and you drop it on the floor and then you pick it up and shine it up to the light. What do you usually see on that dum dum lollipop? You see a bunch of hairs and dust specks on it. And you visually just got an image of a lollipop with hair and dust on it. It's pretty disgusting. Take the words from their case study. Take the words from their recorded calls when a prospect is just gushing about their misery and put that in the email. No one likes spending $1,000 on AdWords just so they can get nicktheman27 at gmail.com as a marketing qualified lead who has no interest in actually buying any sort of software. And I will actually let you break the three by three rule because if you notice, I did it there. Sometimes in order to get specific around the problem based on the tailoring, you might choose to break the tailoring and the problem into two separate smaller paragraphs like I did back there. And that's okay if it is a tailored email. But if you're doing four paragraphs for a generic email, that's garbage. The second thing that people tend to screw up is with that middle paragraph where we talk about how we solve that problem is they use a ton of buzzwords or they get super feature dumpy. And what they forget is that we've articulated this beautiful problem that we know about their world. And all you need to do is have a short pithy statement around what you do. In this case, it was 30 MPC gets you in front of every sales team in the world so that we can solve that problem. Avoid the long feature jumps and give them the shortest possible statement that allows them to understand what you do to solve that problem. And then the last piece is again, people tend to use really heavy CTAs. When people hear things like meet with a specialist or take a meeting, no one wants more meetings on their calendar. Instead, you might choose things like open to taking a look or against taking a peek or care to learn more. Those are things that are like, hey, here's sort of this problem. You wanna take a look? That's it. Alrighty folks, so that's the three by three email. On this channel, we're gonna break down a series of examples of the three by three email, but give this one a shot, especially strong for your first outbound email in any given outbound sequence or cadence and check out some of the other outbound prospecting stuff we got on the channel. Peace out folks.
Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is going to take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's going to take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang. And you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. Today's prospecting tip is brought to you by Woodpecker. When you're sending a sales email, you generally want to avoid putting punctuation in the subject line. If you've got an exclamation point, it makes it seem like you're shouting at them. Look at this amazing offer. And a question mark just smells salesy. So avoid punctuation. Now, if you want to steal my full sales cadence from my friends at Woodpecker, there's a link in the show notes for you to go get it and try it for free.